Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to get started. But before we do, I want to make sure you know about something incredible about to happen, which is Sales Girl Summit. This is our very first conference. It's happening on June 12th through the 14th. Now, we've done plenty of in-person like trainings and workshops and kind of larger scale events, but this right here, my loves, this is our conference. And I'm so excited to announce some next level speakers. We're going to announce that in just a couple of weeks. But you know, being a sales girl, it has nothing to do with the item that you sell, the service that you sell, the product that you sell, the off it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with being the girl that people want to buy from, that people want to say yes to before they even know the offer. It's about being the girl that is completely like world-class and has complete ownership over her industry because of how much command she has over her message. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to believe it's not even the person who is really the best at what they do, but it's the person that's best at communicating at what they do, who ends up winning and who ends up being known as the girl to go to for blank, fill in the blank for whatever you do. And, you know, our mission is to really create world-class sales girls that can walk into a room and have in, insane command over their message, over their beliefs, and just be so irresistibly charismatic that people um, are just so drawn to them. And if that sounds like something you desire to become, the Sales Girl Summit is for you. So June 12th through the 14th at the Face Center, I've got a sneaky little hunch that once we announce our speakers, the event is going to sell much quicker um, than what most people are probably anticipating. So um, I cannot recommend enough for you to grab your tickets. I've, I've heard a few people saying that they're going to get their Airbnbs with all their sales girlfriends. And I think that is so incredibly fun, um, but they don't have their tickets yet. So I cannot recommend, like I said, enough to grab your seat. Um, hopefully there's some platinum seats left. There will probably be some VIP and then definitely, definitely general admission. Uh, so we'll link it all in the show notes below. And I cannot wait to see you there. We're going to have so much fun and do our sales girl thing. We have so many surprises for you. Ah! All right, let's go. I'll see you there in June. Enjoy the show. If you have ever had someone show interest in your product, your service, and so you give them a quote, you send them the price, you send them all the information that they need to make a decision, or you think you do, and you don't hear back, this is an incredibly common mistake. And actually, this idea for a podcast was born out of my own husband, who is sales trained. He sent uh, over a quote and he read it to me. He read me the text message that he sent this person. And I said, oh yeah, you're, that was good, but you're probably not gonna hear back. And he had only sent it within the hour. So it wasn't like it had been a day or anything. And it turns out he hasn't heard back. And I could tell by the way that he sent the information and the amount of information that he sent that this was gonna happen. And has that happened to you? Where you're sending what you think is like super helpful, super informative, based on what they asked for, this person who wants the quote. You gave them exactly what they asked for, but you don't hear back. Why does this happen? The reason when Carl had read, my husband had read me his message to the person who asked the quote, I knew that they wouldn't respond because I've done the exact same thing in my years in network marketing before I knew what I was doing, I would do the exact same thing. I would send people exactly what they asked for and ironically did not hear back. 
and was not making the sales or conversions that I thought I should be based on even the little amount of interest I was getting, it was not converting. So the question is, why? Like, why does that happen? If they say, hey, tell me more about that. Can you send me a quote? I'm interested, what's the price? When you answer these questions, what is missing? Because it's very easy to get excited, you send it, and you wonder, well, was that just a fluke? Like maybe they weren't a good fit, or maybe they don't understand the, you know, what's worth an investment. I, I wanna just tell you the reality is that that's not a fluke. The fact that people time after time are not responding to your quotes, it's not a mistake on their part, it's a mistake on your part, and we're about to clear up why that is the case. And interestingly, we just live in a time now where the people who are asking you for a quote, they don't just need more information from you because we live in an inform informative age. They can go Google pretty much whatever they want. They can go to uh, find out what your competitors are charging for. Maybe you run ads or maybe you, you know, like my husband it installs wallpaper and he installs lights and things. Like people can find out what your competitors are charging. So it's not like they have no idea what something like this costs. They might say that, but at the end of the day, we live in a very Googleable age where you can Google anything. So you're wondering, well, what do I do? Because the more information that's out there, the more you have competition with the way that other people are informing. And so what is the separator? Well, the separator is not to inform them on what they think they need, which is the price and like how long is it gonna take and all the stuff. They want to know how is this going to actually change my life and benefit me. So what happens when someone shows interest and they say, can I have a quote or can you tell me more about that? And you automatically answer, here's what's important. You are letting them be in the driver's seat in the controller's seat of the conversation. You are letting them control the conversation. And as I'm saying this, you're probably thinking, yeah, I do feel like I have to answer. Like I do feel they're the one driving the conversation, even if they've only asked you that one question. And the reason is because you're on the defense. The thing is that you are the professional and you can actually position yourself to take control and to guide them, okay, guide them into the best decision for them. Because your future customer, your prospect who thinks they have the right question, to get the result they want, whether they want a quote for something or they want to know more about your business opportunity, whatever, they think, oh, this is the information I need, but you're the professional and you can actually do something much different. When you take control and you say, hey, let me actually help you and guide you into thinking correctly and guiding you down the right path for your ultimate outcome that you're looking for. And this requires you to put on a, the hat of a guide the hat of a guide that is curious about what they actually need and where they actually want to go. So here's the mistake most people make. It's broken down into two very simple categories. Most people are giving custom quotes, okay? They're giving custom quotes where it has the right information, the right price based on the times and the amount of, you know, things that they want. Okay, let's just say that you want to run ads, and so you're an ads, or someone wants to run ads. So you're an ads manager, and you say, okay, well, you want to work together for this many launches, and you want to run this many ads, this is going to be the price. It feels custom, right? 
in my husband's case, who was giving a quote, they said like, oh, this is the amount of walls that we have, this is the kind of paper it is, how much is it? You think that you're customizing it to what they have going on and what they want, but you are in the driver's seat. So instead of making a custom quote that actually doesn't give them what they need, even though they think that's the information they want, you wanna make a curated quote. A curated quote. What is the real difference and why could one cost you business? One of these costs you business, and that's giving custom quotes. When you're giving a curated quote, this is where product knowledge meets prospect knowledge. Whereas the custom quote, it just gives them kind of the bullet point um, you know, specifics of what they've asked for. And that's what, again, they don't know any better. Logically, that's what they think they need. Okay, well, I want a business coach, so tell me how many weeks is it? Uh, what's in your portal, right? So you give them all the information. Hey, I think I wanna join your network marketing business, so like, what's all involved? So you tell them everything about the products, everything about the history, everything about the comp plan. You give them what they thought they needed, and then they don't respond. It's because you gave them a custom quote that feels like, I'm doing air quotes right now, the right thing to do, but what they actually need is a curated quote. So let's talk about a curated quote because when product knowledge, what you know, okay, you're as expert in your industry as you can be, you're not just, you don't just have the informative knowledge that they could Google, but it meets prospect knowledge. Product knowledge meets prospect knowledge, meaning you understand people, you understand what they need as a specific person you hear them what they want in their head what they want in their heart and you're able to help those two things meet what you're going to find out at the end of us talking about a curated quote is that you actually can say less with more power and more confidence and much more clarity because people don't need all the information that they think they do and that you have felt like you need to be giving all they really need is for someone to deliver a result to them and it's so interesting, after working with so many students, you realize how many programs, whether it's ads or whether it's a workout uh, thing or whether it's an interior designer, at the end of the day, you wanna help people, you wanna help them be more confident. And so the question is, if you wanna help people and make them more confident, how can you curate that information that is specific to what you do as a provider and help it meet them as a prospect. So, okay, curated information, or curated quote, product knowledge meets prospect knowledge. The word curate in the dictionary is defined as to select, to organize, and to present using ideally professional or expert knowledge. And so before you can curate a quote, you really need to be in a real conversation with a person. This is the kind of reps in sales conversations. If you hear high level people who have just made, I mean, millions and millions of dollars, you will find out that their foundation is they have had so many reps in conversations with people and they've seen what lights them up, what gets them concerned. And this is how you know where to draw out information in them. You can curate from their perspective, hey, what is it that you want? What is it that's holding you back? What do you think you need? 
what do you ultimately want? What is the, in a perfect world, what is the picture that this is gonna paint for your life? You can have all of this prospect knowledge that you can then curate. So when we're looking at selecting, organizing, and presenting a quote to somebody, let's break that down because this is huge. When you're selecting, I want you to picture a bunch of cards laid out all over the table, okay? It's like 52 card pickup, and it's just kind of cluttered. That is what I mean when I say we live in a Googleable age. There's information everywhere. There's no lack in the ability to pretty much Google and find the answer to anything you want. And in fact, your client may have done more research than you. They might know more about your competitor than you do. And that's not necessarily a good thing, but it is something that you need to be aware of. You should be as on your game as, as possible, but hey, they may have Googled things that you just don't know, and that is okay. That is okay, I'll tell you why. Because even though you should be the expert in your industry, when you can look at all the cards laid out and you have prospect knowledge too, you can actually select the right things for them and Google cannot do that. Google cannot look at a person and look at all the information and select it, but you can. As a curator of information, you can. So this goes beyond scripts this goes beyond some cookie cutter sales format into laying out all the information. How can I pair it with what you need as a person? You know, when you're a curator of an art gallery, you're looking at, hey, what is the gallery's goal and how can I take uh, the art that's here and make it the perfect picture for what the gallery wants to um, demonstrate, for what the image that they want to place into the community? It's the exact same way for your product and your prospect. You're matching the product with the prospect in the perfect selective way. This means that you actually get to say less and make a bigger impact. And uh, one of the biggest downfalls that I see with people sharing information about their product is they're saying, well, Kat, I just want to be transparent. I just want to give them what they asked for in the name of transparency and in the name of doing the right thing. And I want to tell you a quote that I heard. It's that transparency is means that everything you say needs to be true. Everything you say needs to be true, but not everything true needs to be said. And when you give them that, hey, everything true, every, I just need to say everything that's true, you overwhelm them, you're not being selective, you're actually just saying, ah, you, do the, you do the selecting, you pick out what's important to you and then come to me and buy from me. And I'm telling you, a curator in this day and age, when there's too much information and too much competition, you have got to be selective with what you tell people and match it to what their desire is, overcome their concerns and help them see the vision for their life. The person who does this will win. This is, this is how you not only will help one person, but give them such a good experience buying from you and being served by you that they tell their friends. And that is the most effective, most not only cost effective, uh, but effective for the growth of your business more than anything more than any marketing ever. And then you can take that experience and leverage it in marketing, for example. But you give them the best curated experience with the way that you select the information that you tell them based on what you know about them. The next thing that you do is organize. Okay, that's what a curator does. They select the right information, they organize it. An organized presentation is one of the best gifts you can give them. In any sales message, and this is what you learn in week one of School of Sales sales training, is that there is logical, emotional, incredible information. You can go from logical 
to Credible in under 10 seconds. You can help match and flow and thread the story of how your product meets their needs and their wants, bam. That is an organized message and an organized presentation and you can do this in unlimited amount of time. So I want you to picture like a slot machine. You're pulling the slot, you're pulling the slot. The way those things spin, that's how it's like logical, emotional, credible. You can make that happen. What is one detail of your program? How does that match an emotion that they want? And then how can you back it up? Because everything needs to be backed up with why, why, how does it actually work? What is the scientific piece of evidence? What is a story that you actually help somebody? Because you can, I mean, you can blow smoke all day long, but the, a proper curator of a sales message, which is completely possible for you, is backed up with credibility. And this is organized. It's organized and it's a gift to somebody, which uh, leads me to the last point of what a curator does is they present the information. So not only is it organized in the right way, but you give it to them in a way that feels like, man, that is so easy to understand. This helps me see that it is the right fit for me. Yes, I wanna move forward or yes, I, I like that. Let me ask you a question or no, I don't really want that. Can can you answer this for me instead? You're getting the conversation going because you've put yourself in the driver's seat of wondering how can I curate this information for you? That is the question I want you to ask yourself every time someone reaches out to you. How can I curate this for them? Be a sales curator. Uh, when you're presenting, it's such a gift. We had a, we were uh, actually in a really rough place with feeling that ads, paid ads, could even be a benefit to us, that it could be a positive experience. And we had a student who learned this method of being a curator and having product knowledge over paid ads is what she does and prospect knowledge of us as a, as a guide culture company. And she said, hey, can I have a meeting with you? I really wanna to talk to you about this. And I didn't wanna do it, but she's been on the podcast before. Her name is Jordan Perry. And you can, you can hear the longer version of the story there. Uh, but I said, yes, we can do it on Monday because I trusted her as a person more than I trusted this idea, which is a whole other thing. When you are a curator of a sales message and of someone's quote, someone will trust you to have their best interest at heart. Even if you're not, even if they're not super into the idea, they trust you, which is a massive piece to the puzzle. So Jordan comes to Guide Culture headquarters to present what paid ads could look like for us if we ran them. And not only are we, was that presentation a gift, we're now a retainer client of hers and seeing a 25 times spend on what, uh, return on what we're spending. And the reason is because she knew, hey, this is what you need. This is what this product can do for you. Let me match them for you so it's easy to understand. It's easy to say yes, and you can ultimately win and get what you want. Because it's so easy to pile on the information. It's easy to just say, hey, here's all the information. You sort through it. But remember, we have cards on the table, 52 card pickup. It's overwhelming. You don't even want to clean it up. You certainly don't want to organize it, but the curator of a quote, it says, hey, let me, let me just pull out a few and show you this hand and show you how this is the hand you want to play. I know there's a lot down here and that's actually not even important. It can stay there if you want it to stay there or we can just totally clean it up and you know, clear your mind. But here's the hand that you want to play and here's what it's going to do for you when you do that. And that is the difference between a, what feels like a custom quote that throws information at people and a curated one that gives them exactly what they want, the perfect puzzle piece. 
how you can match what you do with what they want. So if this feels interesting to you, if this feels like a missing piece, that you have not been able to match that, that logical piece of what you do with the emotional benefit that someone gains and being able to back it up with credibility, you need to sign up for School of Sales. The deadline is April 28th. Enrollment closed and enrollment has been selling out before we can even close. We've expanded capacity, but please do not wait because there is a spot for you. Not only will you learn how this works, but you will get reps in the real world. I talked about that just a few minutes ago in this podcast. How can you practice saying it in a way that makes sense, that threads this needle, that tells a story about how you help people in a very concise way? You learn exactly what to do, and this is priceless. Go ahead and click the link to enroll, and if you have any questions, feel free to always message us to see if this is the right time for you and if it's a good fit at The Guide Culture. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know, and I will see you next time.